Hey, sweet mamas. My name is Julie, and I'm super excited to be speaking today for our moms group. And it's kind of weird because right now I'm sitting in a room by myself and I'm not really speaking to you here with me. You are not here with me. So um, I just want you to know I miss you, but I'm (laughs) excited that I still get to share. And hopefully some of you will be listening to this recording and there will be some bits that you can take with you to help you as um, you do the awesome work of raising your babies in the Lord. And so um, I'm excited to be a part of that. And I um, I just pray that uh, something here will ring true in your heart. So I want to start today with a little question for you. And that is, um, have you ever felt afraid? Our topic this month is courage. And so I was thinking that the opposite of courage is fear. And let me tell you something, that fear is a huge struggle of mine, and it has been since I was a little girl. I have been afraid for just like the majority of my life. When I was a little girl, I would ask my parents to put like a hundred nightlights in my room so that my room was literally like glowing (laughs) if the door was shut, which it never was because I was too afraid to have the door shut. But if the door was shut, there was so much light coming from my room that you would have thought it was the middle of the day. Um, Another thing I was always doing was even with all those nightlights, I would still, if I woke up in the middle of the night, I would just jump out of bed and run upstairs to go try to climb in bed next to my parents because I just felt safer there. Um, And then I was always completely terrified by the fact that our home was very old. It was like a hundred something years old. And so it made all these creaks and groans and um, freaked me out that somebody was coming up the stairs and was going to get me. Um, So that has just kind of always stuck with me. I'm just always wet. But my fears have changed over the years. Although I must be honest that um, my my love for nightlights did not stop until I got married and my husband finally (laughs) told me I need to put the nightlights away. (laughs) So there's that for you. But um, But I have struggled with fear just in so many other areas of my life, even as a grown person. They've just been different fears. And um, like, for example, when I became a new mom and I had this little tiny child that um, the Lord had entrusted to me, I just, I I became so fearful that I was going to make a bad decision um, as his mom, that I would choose the wrong kind of diaper or the wrong kind of formula or the wrong kind of um, goodness, like medicine to give him. There's just, thank you, Pinterest and all of the articles we see on Facebook that kind of give us so much information that sometimes, um, that information can overwhelm our hearts and cause fear and then paralyze us from making any kind of decision at all when it comes to our kids. And that was me. I just had so many other voices and fears in my head and my heart during my baby's um, babyhood that I couldn't really move forward. And I was missing out on what the Lord really had for me. And I spent a lot of um, his babyhood in the uh, fetal position because I was so scared all the time. Um, 
And then when I got pregnant with our second son, I had some health complications. So I immediately started fearing that I would have a child that um, had disabilities. So I spent a lot of my pregnancy fearing that. And then when I had him and he ended up being in the NICU for about three months, I was absolutely terrified about his life and all the medications and different doctors that we would see and the things that they would say and the diagnoses that they were trying to give him. And um, and I was just absolutely scared that I, my kid was going to die. So I'm sure my telling you all of these things that I struggle with is building a very strong case for my credibility to be speaking to you about the topic of courage. Ha ha ha. Um, but honestly, I found that the answer to courage is taking the, those weaknesses of ours, those fears and those places where we're just absolutely afraid and going to Jesus and um, laying it all at his feet and recognizing that he is a good father and that he will take care of us. And so I have, ta- it's taken me a really long time to learn that and I still really struggle with it daily, but I'm getting better and I think I'm learning more and more um, just how to do that. And so today I wanted to share with you a few things that might help you maybe in your own fears as a mom, but also when you see your kids uh, wrestling with fear. Because fear is a totally normal um, feeling that most kids feel when they're, especially in those um, early years. And especially like me, when I struggle with like fears of the dark, kids are often afraid of the dark or thunderstorms um, or, you know, having to be separated from mom for a little bit. Um, There's a lot, or going to the doctor. There's lots of fears that kids struggle with that um, will probably pop up through their childhood. So uh, I hope that maybe I'll be able to equip you a little bit when when you come across those things. So... The first thing I want to share with you that's really important when you have a child that is struggling with fear is to listen to them with empathy. I think that our fleshly reaction is usually when our kids are struggling with fear and we've got like a hundred thousand things going on or it's the middle of the night and we really want to just go to bed, go back to bed, (laughs) Um, our flesh probably wants to respond with, ah, you're fine. Go back to bed. (laughs) It's nothing. Get over it. Toughen up. Um, But really, when you think about it, when you go to your girlfriends or your husband and you tell them that you're afraid about something, um, that is probably the last response that you would want them to give to you. Uh, So I think what we want to try to do with our kids is to uh, just get on, get on their level and, and sit with them in their weakness and listen to them and say, you're afraid of that? Um, I totally understand. Mommy struggles with fear too. And just love them in that place where they're weak. And I think also that just builds a, a strong relationship and trust where your kids are going to feel comfortable to continue sharing those things with you. So let them talk about it with you and just tell them you've been there and you're with them and you love them. And then the second thing I want you to remember 
is that the root of fear is usually um, in the sin of unbelief. And um, that sounds kind of like an intense thing, um, but it's true. When we are afraid, it is because we are not um, understanding a certain aspect of God's character um, and not walking in a faith um, that will reflect our uh, trust in him because we know our God to be strong. We know him to be loving. We know him to be good and faithful and various um, truths that we glean and learn from God's word. Um, So I think a great thing to do and to start doing in our own hearts is when we start feeling afraid is to nip it in the bud by confessing our sin of unbelief and just say, Lord, forgive me for not believing that you are a good God. Because isn't that what it is? That we we don't believe when we're afraid that, you know, we're going to have that something bad is going to happen to us, um, then really that's like speaking from a place where we're saying like, God, I don't believe that you're a good God and that you're going to do what's best for me. And so um, confess your sin. And, 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 you know, when your kids are out of the emotional zone of their fear, so maybe like when they're, you know, when you're removed from the initial situation, chat with them about um, about what is going on when they're afraid. So say, hey, I when you were struggling with fear the other night, um, you know, let me give you some tools to help you when you're feeling that way. And let's confess to the Lord that um, we're sorry that we didn't believe that he is on his throne and that he loves us. And so I think in our confession, then we're just... Uh, laying down at his feet and trusting him and teaching our kids that behavior that I think is so essential to the life of the believer, sort of a humble submission to the King of Kings. Um, Okay, the third thing. So the first thing was listen with empathy to their fears. The second is remember the root, that there is a sin of unbelief that is going on. And so we have to address that in order to grow. And then the third thing I want us to do for ourselves and for our kids is to teach them to capture their thoughts. Uh, We are instructed by God to, by the strength of his Holy Spirit, um, capture our thoughts for him. And what does that mean? I'm going to give you a Bible verse from Philippians 4.8. And it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, noble, right, whatever is pure, lovely, excellent, admirable, or praiseworthy, think about these things. So literally, God is t- instructing us. He's So I think the reason like that that's even in there is because God knows that we're going to be so we're going to in our weakness in our flesh that our minds are going to struggle with keeping our thoughts fixed on the excellent and admirable and praiseworthy things. And so he's just commanding us, you need to, you need to do this and you can't do it on your own. You do it in the strength of the Lord. So this is another opportunity where we run to Jesus and we say, Jesus, help me to dwell on the things that are excellent and praiseworthy. 
And so I'm going to give you an example. The best way to do this, the best way to capture your thoughts, to dwell on something that is excellent or praiseworthy. It might, in the moment, it might be like, hey, instead of being afraid right now, I can think about um, that chocolate chip cookie that I really want to eat. <laughs> That's a really excellent thing. <laughs> But an even better thing to get our minds on is God's Word. And so this is where memorizing Scripture is essential to the life of the believer so that we can capture our thoughts. We don't get on that negative train that just takes us down a downward spiral into our fears and kind of getting stuck in the muck of them. Um, But we have God's Word, and when we memorize it, we can bring it out and we can recite it. We can preach it to ourselves uh, in those places of weakness and remind ourselves because honestly, we have to do it all the time. I don't know about you, but I'm super forgetful. I feel like I'll, um, you know, every day I have to remind myself of some of the same basic things about Jesus. Um, And so that's where memorizing scripture is just super important. So one, uh, what I like to do with my kids, I usually like with memorizing scripture, is I like to set it to a little rhythm or to a tune. So um, if you don't mind, I'm going to teach you, I'm going to do two verses for you today that you can use and teach uh, to your children when they feel afraid. The first one I want to teach to you is Psalm 56.3. And this one is probably the one that I use the most with my boys, um, especially at night when, kind of like what I talked about earlier, fear of the dark is a huge one. And so um, this one is one that we recite quite a bit when it's time to go to bed and the lights are going out and mommy has to leave. So um, I'm going to tell you, Psalm 56.3 is, When I am afraid, I will trust in you. And um, with this particular verse, sometimes with the verses that I teach my kids, I'll do some hand motions. So this one, I'm going to try to describe what I'm doing. So for the first part of the verse, when we're saying, When I am afraid, I want you to teach your kids to clench their fists and bring them into their chest. And this is sort of like, I, I'm going to say, like a universal symbol of fear where we look like we're afraid. And so we're bringing it in. We've got our fists clenched and they're towards our chest and we're just kind of shaking and nervous. And the idea is when I am afraid, everything is kind of about me and what um, I am expecting, uh, the, what I want and, um, and yeah, what my expectations are for a certain situation. It's like this, I want everything to turn out the way that I want it to turn out. And if it doesn't, I'm freaking out. And so the idea of this verse is to get us to a place where we are just completely surrendered to the Lord. So when I am afraid, clenched fists, the next part is I will trust in you. And what you're going to do is when you say, I will trust in you, you're going to unclench your fists and bring your hands out and so that they're open and out, kind of like in um, a position of worship that you typically will see on a Sunday morning when people are worshiping the Lord in songs, um, that, that kind of that open-handed um, upward motion of just, Lord, I'm trusting in you completely, that you are a good God, that you are going to do what's best for my life. 
Now, okay, so now we have when I am afraid, clenched fists to the chest, and I will trust in you. And now our hands are open. God has literally, there have been days where I've literally felt the Lord just pry my hands open away from fear and into his lap, pretty much just into his lap where he's just holding me and reminding me that he is good. So I'm going to now put a little tune to it so that you can sing. It's kind of a lullaby feel so that your kids, um, you know, at night it feels very soothing and peaceful. And so it goes like this. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. Psalm 56, 3. And then you just repeat that with your kids as often as they need. And sometimes that's all I say when when they're starting to get anxious. Mommy, mommy. I'll say, when I am afraid, I will trust in you. And sometimes I'll even make them say it. Say, what is what is Psalm 56, 3? Because it's really empowering um, through God's Spirit when we speak His Word out loud. So teach your kids now to do that. The second verse I'm going to teach you is Joshua 1, 9. And this one is kind of just um, like a, kind of to a rhythm. And it goes like this. Um Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. All right, I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to put a little more of a rhythm to it so you can um, hear it. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 9. So that is another really good one to teach your kids, um, especially like maybe in a moment where they're feeling afraid that they're going to be separated from you. Um, Then you are able to say to them, hey, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid for the Lord your God. He is with you wherever you go. And mommy might not be able to go with you right now, but you have the Lord with you. So that is um, a really strong truth that you can teach your kids. So. That was capturing your thoughts. That's critical to um, a believer who wants to live in the courage that comes from the Lord. The last thing I want to share with you today, since we've talked about listening to our kids with empathy, remembering the root and confessing our sin of unbelief, and then capturing our thoughts and replacing that those unbelieving thoughts with um, kind of re- taking your fears, uh, your fearful thoughts, and making them faith-filled thoughts. Now we're going to just, I'm going to give you a few like ways that you can be creative when it comes to addressing issues of courage and fear in your home. So one thing that I've done with my boys, they love to do this, is kind of training them how to kind of feel victory when they're in the dark, um, is we'll take baths at night and we'll do it in the dark and I will give them a bunch of glow sticks for them to play with in the bath and it just lights up the room and then we'll recite a Bible verse. Um, I have one from Psalm 27. One that says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27, 1. So there's one where it's focusing on how the Lord is our light. And um, and so kind of giving them a little visual with the glow sticks and um, kind of a little experience in the dark where they can recite God's word and um, find, and it's fun. It's just fun. Sometimes with fear, we can just breathe a little life and fun into it. It feels less uh, less scary. So that's an idea for you. Another great idea when your kids are feeling afraid, give them um, opportunities to worship. So play some worship music. I feel that that is a powerful tool that we have. Um, even, like I said, the scripture is a great one, but there are lots of amazing worship songs out there um, that people use literally straight from scripture uh, ideas and um and lines that you can repeat and sing over yourself and over your kids. So play worship music in your home. Uh, give that to your kids when they feel afraid. Maybe at night you could just have like some sweet worship music playing for them as they're falling asleep. Um, another one that I've done, and I shared this. I have a little website for moms called Happy Home Fairy. You can find it at happyhomefairy.com. And I just shared this idea this week on the blog. And what we did was we wrote down Psalm 56.3, which is what I shared with you earlier. Um, when I am afraid, I will trust in you. So we wrote it down, and then I got some puffy paint that's glow in the dark, and we just went and traced over the words of the scripture verse that we had written down. And then I let it dry, and I hung it over my son's bed. And so literally when he lays lays down, lies down, I never know which one it is, um, we turn out the lights, and the Bible verse is glowing. And it's just a really neat visual for him and another way to kind of drive that truth home in his heart. So that's a fun little thing you could do. Um, Another thing that I like to do, so I like to kind of reference different people in the Bible who have been, um, who have just been, like God has used them and given them great courage. So for example, I've talked about David and Goliath. And, um, you know, one thing I, I've done with my boys when they feel afraid, I'm like, okay, we need to get our slingshots out and we need to take down our fears with our slingshots, just like David um, courageously in the strength of the Lord, which is what he says um, in that story, that he comes in the strength of the Lord. Uh, you know, we'll just um, grab our slingshots and pretend, we'll just pretend that we're shooting slingshots into a nothingness and just basically trying to shoot down our fears <laughs> because of the strength of the Lord. Um, you know, you can, Daniel in the lion's den, how God gave him such courage in the face of such a crazy Um, such a crazy circumstance, Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God used all of these people um, and gave all of them great courage. So those are some fun and creative ways that you can uh, help your kids capture their hearts for Christ and um, point them to him and help them when they're afraid. But honestly, it all comes down, it all comes down to Jesus and our need for him. So when you feel afraid, when your kids feel afraid, just teach them that the first thing to do is to run to Jesus. My favorite psalm from the Bible is Psalm 34, 
And verse 4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all of my fears. You hear that, mamas? When you come to him in faith, completely surrendered to his ways, he will deliver us from our fears. And then we're not going to need 300 nightlights. <laughs> thanks, for, um, thanks for listening today, moms. I'll be praying for you and so thankful for your faithfulness as you serve your families. Keep doing it. I know it is hard work, but you are doing a great job and that God is so glorified. Um, in what you're doing. So take heart and know that um, I'm praying for you. All right, girls, have a great one.